Hello, lads and ladies, and welcome to the Buddy Bomb. I have some exciting news. We have a new guest this week. So I thought we could take a moment and introduce our name and say something about ourselves. I'll start. My name is Ice Platt, and I like to party. Slob, you go next. Uh, hi, my name is Slob, and uh, I like to party. Maybe say something different from what I said? Hi, my name is Slob, and I'm the real Ice Platypus. You know what? Okay, let's move on. Itag? Uh, hi, my name is Itag, and I like to party. Okay, Itag, what did I just say to Slop? Who? Slop. I like to party. I'm Platt. What? No, you're Amy. Right, right, Amy. I party. What? No, you don't party. No one parties but me. Right, and we party. No. Right, only Platt parties. Yes. And me. No, I am the only one who parties. Pretty sure I've partied before. No, Amy, I know for a fact you don't party, okay? You do not party. Right, Slob's the party guy. Haha, <laughs> we- Oh my god, shut up, I'm just going to do it for you. This is the crew. This is iTag, he's my co-host. Amy's our producer, and Slob is our guest this week. Nobody parties, got it? Okay, let's party. So, Itag, how has your week been? Uh, it's been pretty uh, chill, actually. I've been doing a whole lot. We uh, got into our second week of lockdown, which was uh, pretty nice. That'll be over soon, though. Um, be able to go outside again. Looking forward to it. Have you not gone outside in a year and a half? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I've just uh, like borrowed my way underground to get somewhere. Australia's just full of tunnels. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. They're, they're only my tunnels. I didn't even know you guys were still on lockdown. That's crazy. Uh, we had a snap one quickly in the state because a couple of cases popped up. We'd been out of it for like months before. So. Mm. And what about you, Miss Slab? Um, I think I've had a good week. I um, picked up my cap and gown a few days ago, and I'll yes. be having my graduation uh, the 10th. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be fun and finally i'm out of high school congratulations I, I hate high school. yeah um has anyone just assumed that you know what you're gonna do with your life for the rest of your life amen yes everyone yeah. um it's the worst isn't it you know everybody's always asking me oh what are you gonna do oh when are you quitting tag pro oh tag pro is a waste of time focus on school but yeah um I'm going to school to study tag pro, actually. So, going professional. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think I have a pretty good idea of what I want to do. Good. If people make you mad by asking what you're gonna do, turn around and just tell them that you're gonna do their mom. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thirty seconds into the show, and I've already done a spit take nearly. <laughs> 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 That's fantastic. You take down your mom. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I text down under. He's not in Australia. He's he's with your mom. <laughs> um, if anyone gets outraged that that bit was in and Amy didn't just speed through it, you can DM Amy. Um, and while you DM Amy, because you guys were so horrible at DMing, I tag. Please DM Amy your best pickup line. Um, oh, the, I still haven't gotten any. 
Yeah, and DM I tag your pickup lines too, because we asked you to do that two weeks ago, and we appreciate your support. But come on, guys, work with me here. I'm trying to get a laugh for myself. Um, yeah, it, this is free entertainment for you guys. Give me some free entertainment back, please. I want to feel uh, loved by the community. Yeah, and no like an awkward way where you don't know if they're like asking you on a date or, you know. <laughs> We have a community full of creative humans here. Let's let's get on it, fellas. I expect some good lines for iTag this week. Um, yeah. For myself, uh, what did I do? Yesterday was a crappy day. Um, I got a client call. She yelled at me. And then I missed my lunch that I ordered. Um, I ordered from Jersey Mike's. I got a sandwich. And I went half an hour past. I was like, okay, well, at least the sandw- sandwich will be ready. I go in and they know me by name because I go there a lot and they go, oh, sorry, uh, we forgot your sandwich, but it's supposed to be ready in an hour. And I'm sitting there thinking, you got to be kidding me. Like you guys had an, uh, uh, like an hour to make it. And uh, yeah, so then I sat for 20 minutes and watched them make my sandwich and lie to me. So we're done going to that place. It was quite disappointing. Usually when I go to Jersey Mike's, um, only takes like five minutes. For my right? sandwich. It's, a, it's a sandwich. How hard can it be? Well, and the worst part is um, bread and some stuff in the middle. That's to take an hour, exactly. like 20 seconds. And I go in there and I, I, I ask him like, hey, and I'm super chill, right? I don't ever make a fuss, but I go, hey, like, do you guys have my sandwich? He goes, yeah, we're just wrapping it. And I looked him in the eyes and was like, really? Because I see the guy behind you, like making a sandwich on the grill and he's starting from scratch. And he's just like, yeah, we're just going to wrap it. It'll be out in a minute. And I kind of watched him make my entire sandwich and then wrap it. 20 minutes later so i don't do lying so they lost my, my head the no, whole no. process was called wrapping maybe, maybe he was like the guy actually making your sandwich was wrapping as well maybe spitting, i mean spitting some bars and just you know it, making the sandwich it kind of felt like the real life equivalent of a cat puke and tag pro though just <laughs> like they had a full hour to make it and they messed it up but and then they lied it is what it is do you get the made Mike's way, though? I don't know, because I always get a hot sub. I'm not a cold sandwich oh, guy, so... You're sleeping. Mike's way is bomb. I love it. Um, so there's our advertisement for Jersey Mike's. We're not sponsored. It's a pretty <laughs> bad sponsorship as was... well, because you guys both, like, <laughs> shit-talked it in the end. <laughs> the only good thing that came of it was, yeah, Mike's way is good. <laughs> <laughs> they do have good sandwiches. It's just, I'm upset. But... If you want to wait yeah. 20 years for one, you can go there. <laughs> Jersey Mike's. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyone got any good jokes or riddles? Yeah, um, I got a riddle. So, I'm a box without hinges, a key or lid, yet golden treasure inside is hid. What am I? Hmm. So, I'm not sure. But <laughs> if you are... Slob will tell us the answer because she's our friend, but none of you guys are Slob's friends. Oh, never mind. Slob won't tell anyone the answer. But if you know the answer, DM uh, Slob or I tag while you're hitting him up and flirting with him or uh, even myself. And we'll see if anyone gets it. And if you do, uh, Slob, what will they get? Um, You'll get a thumbs up. And a free coupon to Jersey Mike's. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> redeemable <laughs> in 30 years <laughs> god all a right fake free coupon hell yeah yeah um anyway 
<laughs> Anyone else anything interesting? Or uh... I could tell you my joke, but hmm, not the one that I told earlier this week. I was going to say. I bet mine is better. <laughs> yes, it, um, yes, it would be. My my joke was terrible. There was a so there. I tag told a joke that we can't even like partially describe because it's that bad. And I told this joke to a coworker because we're friends outside of work. And then I'm walking um, through the office and I just hear someone say this. Hey, you want to hear a joke that Kevin told me that Ice Platypus told him that uh, an Australian told Ice Platypus? And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, we got a full audit trail on this joke and it is the worst joke in the world. Hey, it's a good uh, joke. It's just, just the content. I just wanted to know some maths. Mm, you know, pretty much so, I got a different answer than what I wanted. Yeah, a very, very, very different answer. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, so that was the high point of my week. Anyway, what's your joke? Who me? Uh, <laughs> one of you had a joke. This the service oh, is I like Jersey Mike's. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I tell this literally to everybody because it's the best joke ever. But what did a blanket say? When it fell off the bed. What what did it say, Slab? Oh sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you All get right. it? <laughs> oh sheep. Hmm. I tag you reckon you can top that? Uh you'd need to give me some time to find a joke. I was not prepared. Well while you think of that, um you know what I just realized? What? Um we have a New Jersey because we're Americans and ITAG is also an American, but he lives in Australia, so they don't have New Jersey. So for them, would it be like Melbourne Mike's or? It'd be like Sydney Steve's. Sydney Steve's. <laughs> See, that's the endorsement that we've been running. This is all a Sydney Steve's commercial. We've been trashing their rival in <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> so go get your sandwiches. It's Sydney Steve's. All right. Well, on that note, um, are you ready for the scores for the week? I tag. Uh, yes, I am. I'm actually like looking at them, which is very, very uh, helpful. It's normally the best way to write them off. I would say so. <laughs> well, kick us off for the A-team scores for week six. Okay. So we have LST taking the sweep over LBT. God damn it. Uh, the Miami Bolfins swept the isotopes. It was a bit closer than what it looked in the end, I think. Uh, manipulation Station and the question mark split. The Americaps and the Monkey Balls split. Uh, Weed the People had a sweep over the Krusty Grabs and Bohemian Capsidy swept over the Handoff God. And for B-Team Action, we had an LST 2-1 victory over LBT in their series. We had 2-1 Miami over the Isotopes, which I thought that was going to be a full-on sweep, so it is what it is. But speaking of full-on sweeps, Manipulation Station goes 3-0 over the question marks, and SMB wins 2-1 over the Bank of Americaps, because Slob, what happened? Um, lag. Okay, that's fair. All right. Understandable. Slob's got a good excuse. <laughs> She's excused from that. Um, then... I don't really have a good excuse, but the, we, the people, and myself included, 
got bent over and swept with a mop. I mean, beat down bad. Um, three zero. They didn't actually use the the right end of the mop. They turned it around and used it for another use. You know, stuck yeah. it where you, the sun don't shine. Yeah, and we actually only won one half. And uh, so I'm gonna shout out that half. Uh, I I played defense that half, so I'm pretty good. Um, Poodle's also wonderful because all I had to do was yell directions, and Poodle just did all the work. So he's a good egg. Thank you, Poodle. <laughs> Made me look really good. Um, and then the final game of the week was between the Handoff Gods and BCC, in which the Handoff Gods won the series two to one. Which I think that's an upset, but. I'm not particularly surprised. Um, and that is our scores for week six. I tag, take it away for the Gasp and Nish leaders. Uh, so for the A-team Gasp leaders for the week, uh, Mr. Awesome took out the 10D and 10T, and we had Obama taking out the 10O. And then the Nish for B-team, Inspire had 100T, Renner had 100D and JSwan had 100O. And then uh, I guess we'll do the B team gasp because I already started saying it. Uh, Inspire picked up 10D and T and Asta picked up 10O. Woo, go Bolthans. Big, big, big. Um, and that is our gasp and niche leaders. Renner, since you got a shout out, uh, I will know if you listen to this because the code word that you can tell me if you did listen to this is pickle juice. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Good for cramps. Pickle Good for juice. cramps. Uh, that's our second sponsor of the week. Pickle juice. <laughs> mm, pickle juice. Now being served at Sydney Steve's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be a re- reoccurring gag, isn't it? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to have Slob record commercials and uh, use her voice even when she's not guesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and that brings us to the next tag pro related content, which is our headlines for the week. So we're going to be discussing maps since, um, both community maps have already been played. We're going to start there. So, uh, I tag, what are your thoughts on thunder or token? You can start us off on whichever map you prefer. <clears throat> okay. I'll just go in order of what they got played because sure. it's definitely not the order of my one I liked more. Um, I thought Tundra was hot garbage. Um, the map seemed to just be like too random with the amount of bombs. It was not fun to play. And it was not fun to play on high ping, which kind of warps my opinion a little bit. But I think general consensus, a lot of people that I played with throughout the week in scrims and like played against is that they didn't really enjoy it either because... It seemed like every time a bomb was hit, someone would die, no matter like what happened. Yeah, it definitely kind of brought back the flashes of Catch-23, or sorry, it was Catch-22 that had the bombs, um, and those pup battles where everyone would die and someone would just randomly get it, which I agree. I didn't love the pup battles for that reason. Um, I did kind of like the flow of the map, but I don't think it would be a good pub map and I don't know how much I liked it as a competitive map um, because it was, it just, it, it had a lot of cool things individually, I reckon. But as a whole, I don't know, it never really came together for me as a, as something that I really want in a competitive map. But um, any thoughts on 
Tunder for you, Slab? Honestly, I loved it. I thought it was pretty cool. It was. It felt different from a lot of maps that we usually played. Um, my opinion might be a little biased because I did get like five caps in one half <laughs> for that map. <laughs> um, yeah, but I thought it was good. I liked it. I think it was a good balance between DNO. Um, yeah, I thought it was a better map than Token, to be honest. I I would agree with you, and honestly, kind of thinking about it, if if that pup corner were to be reworked, or maybe the bombs were to be a little rethought, I think I would like the the map a lot more. I think it was um, more than it needed to be, but yeah, there were definitely bits playing that map where I was like, oh, that was fun, or like that was pretty cool. So there were just some parts that just like the bombs made the map way too chaotic, and B team is just too chaotic in the first place. Mm-hmm. So like adding the bombs on top of that just like made it so much worse. I- A-10 was a little bit better. Maybe my opinions like warped because I had to play with Jarvis for 10 minutes and maybe that's why I don't like the map. <laughs> but I will say um, it's a good segue into Token, which was the other community map this season. Um, what I liked about Thunder was there was a lot going on and even if I didn't like the map as a whole completely, I kind of liked the individual phases and it felt like there was um, an interesting base with interesting capping opportunities. The defense had a chance. The mid had room to kind of hold and also contain, but not in a constriction way where it was just overpowered. Um, Token felt like the sort of map where whatever team had the advantage was going to hold that advantage. If you got out with the flag, you were going to have a very quick capping opportunity. If you were holding crazy prevent, then you were going to keep that prevent. Um, And I personally like the part about tag pro where there's a good mid where um, there's action going on and there's kind of a battle between the FC beating the defense um, unless he gets just a clean out, but it felt like every out was a clean out um, or it was not an out at all. And that kind of bored me with token. It also didn't help that I got my butt absolutely destroyed on that, but it is what it is. So those are my thoughts for the maps though. I didn't hate token too much. I personally preferred it over Tundra. Um, Obviously I did have some issues with like, um, how the mid of the map was kind of just like added in because it originally got voted in with like the most boring mid and then they had to update it because people complained. But like, I thought the base was all right. It became like, it's good for offenders to learn like timing boosts and stuff because like, obviously you had the team boost up all the time if you want to grab, but if you want to get out, you really needed the neutral boost. Or like you just needed to be able to like have a good blocker to help get yourself out. So I think it required some good teamwork in base to generate grabs because normally a defense should be able to lock that down pretty well. A lot of fun. Uh, I didn't hate the map, but I don't think I would want to play it regularly. Oh my god, um, <laughs> regularly. Regularly. Uh, regularly because <laughs> um, it's just it can get chaotic I, I'm i not sure how I feel about the mids I feel like you can just hold forever there's a lot of empty space but you know take my 
opinion with a grain of salt because the only map I've ever made is a haha. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought that's a masterpiece. Nothing worse. Yeah, about. some people, some people just don't know what it is. I think it's one of the greatest maps of all time, but people are just aren't ready for it. We actually <laughs> played that. I think we played it six v six, except the acoustic version. <laughs> the acoustic version's <laughs> fantastic. The acoustic version, for those who aren't aware, is so the map as it is is shaped like a square. The acoustic version is you take everything except for the flags out of that square. And we uh, one night I tag, I don't know if Slob was there, but I tag and I and some pals were playing 6v6 ahaha acoustic version. And it was a good time, but it was more like almost rugby. So (laughs) it's just OFM, but like capture the flag. (laughs) Slob was inspired by rugby. Yeah. but. Those two maps, once again, being like not necessarily completely popular. I personally thought Clues Blues last season was a success, but I like the concept of the community map um, and the opportunity for map makers um, that wouldn't normally get maps in to have the opportunity to submit their maps. But I don't know if the format that we're doing it right now completely works for me. Um, I think and this would be just one proposed solution, but um Pub maps and competitive maps are very different as they stand. We have a lot of the same competitive maps, and every once in a while there will be a good pub map like Thicket that comes in and works for competitive. I kind of would like to see, and there's there's part of this going on in TPM, but I'd like it to be a little more extended. Um, maybe some map makers that kind of unite to uh, make a community where competitive maps are the focus. Um, and where they can kind of consider and help the community design maps that would be more catered. Because I think uh, pub maps have their gimmicks and their fun parts of Tag Pro that you kind of can, you know, be a casual player and take advantage of those gimmicks. But competitive maps, um, I think, usually are a little more cohesive and um, put together and kind of almost in rhythm. Uh, like Merrill's Jardim, like them or hate them, they're very well put together. And so that's kind of one thought from me um, as to how we might uh, adjust the community map setup that we have now. I like community maps. Um, I think people just hate community maps because um, people don't test them. Like they host tournaments and stuff to test the maps. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people don't end up playing and then they see the maps that people liked the of the people who um actually played it and they're like oh this map is terrible um but you know they have they have the format for people to get involved and actually choose the maps they like um people just don't really do it and i do like that they added that part where you can kind of test the maps out and there's a little more of a test run because it used to just be cold turkey but I'm I'm I still would be interested in having some sort of um, competitive map um, sphere that either drives or helps direct traffic there. And I think the community maps um, would be even better than if there was more feedback from map makers that maybe have a little more experience with competitive maps. But yeah, anyway, that's just me being a uh, dreamer, I guess. 
I tag any thoughts on community maps before we move along? Um, the idea is all right. Just needs better execution. Like people upload meme maps, then people vote for them. And then that means people aren't voting for maps that are actually good. And then that's how we end up getting some maps like Tundra and Token. Are you telling me people only voted Ahaha in because of the meme? Did you Not because it? it's... Yes, um, last oh. season. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I, I wouldn't know it last season. It got into, like, I think the final four. But <laughs> didn't get in. Yeah. Um, people thought it was know. a meme, but I genuinely made it. And <laughs> just <laughs> ran with it. Because it was that bad. Um, <laughs> I've never played the proper Ahaha, so I'll have to get on that this half season. But... Um, we had a topic submission by the GP, the Graham Parsons, the captain who made me play defense before I was good at defense, um, which God bless his soul because he's awesome. But also he either drafts all offenders or all defenders and then forces half of them to switch positions. It's it's incredible. I, I, I hope he learns. Anyway, um, he submitted a very interesting topic for us to discuss. And that is, what if we take all of the B teams and we put them into playoffs? So the season's only qualifying for seeds. And my guess is since there's 12 teams this season, four of them would get a bye the first week. But his proposition is, what if we take 12 teams and all of them make playoffs? Um, and I tag, what do you think? Uh, not a fan. I haven't been a fan of a lot of things this podcast, but all this episode. But and I'm going to um, argue you. I don't like the idea of all teams making the playoffs. For B team? Yeah. Well, here's the it, thing is, for B team... I know you have to juggle minutes. But you do have to juggle minutes. And also, I mean, the the roster changes at the end of the season are so drastic. Um, and in general, there's just so much going on. I mean, it's kind of a developmental league. So I know it's a competitive league at the end of the day. But... Playoffs, generally, you have your four best starters, maybe a fifth ball, and they compete. Um, I don't think that the regular season is a perfect measure of how good those starting lineups are. And I think the bottom half of the standings board right now is still competitive in B-team as far as starters are concerned. And we're going to watch a couple teams that maybe should get into playoffs get... um, thrown out because of it i reckon that's my two cents i under the belief that if you can't make the top eight i think i still think eight out of 12 teams is maybe too much for playoffs as well like i would maybe do six the system with eight at the moment doesn't feel like it rewards the top teams because like there should be more reward for teams finishing first and second right because you don't you don't get to play your top four all the time. So you have to manage your other players and manage to get wins with like your bottom list players, right? Well, I'm going to take your argument and flip it on you then. If we were in a system where all 12 teams made playoffs, first, second, third, and fourth would be rewarded um, for balancing their minutes well and still being competitive and being better than the other teams during the regular season by getting a free pass through the first week. So they don't have to fight for their lives and then they get to go on to the next round i could see that being all right i just don't i also don't think that the bottom four teams like maybe one of the teams makes a run through playoffs but 
I think all the other teams would just like play and lose the first week because that's when teams start playing their top four, right? Right. So you'd imagine that the top four from those top like eight teams or whatever, or like the middle teams would still be better than the top four from the bottom four teams. It's not like there's a team that's got like the best top four in the league and then some absolute idiots as like their other players. Because if that was the case, they would still be getting wins, right? They would like they wouldn't be like down the bottom because when you do play your worst players, you wouldn't be playing them all at once. Unless well, depends. There's a different like there's ways you can go about it, but I don't like see bottom teams making a good run through the playoffs. So that's oh, why I wouldn't put them there. I, I agree with you. I think Pinkfield and Weed the People would be, as of right now, the victims to get out very early. But I don't know if I can honestly say five through ten. Um, if you were to pin those teams against each other, BCC, SMB, uh, Bank, question marks, Manip, and Handoff Gods. If you were to take the starters from those teams, pin them against each other, I don't know if it would be a clean sweep for the four, five, six matchups. I don't know. I, I For B team, at least. For A team, I think eight teams is plenty. For B team, I would like to see a 12-team playoff. I think that idea would be cool. Um, and I'm realizing that uh, Slob, who is actually on one of the four through 10 teams, uh, has not voiced your opinion yet. So what do you think? Um, I think you bring up a good point, but having 12 teams qualify for playoffs just allows teams to just do whatever they want. And I don't think teams will do whatever they want, but it takes away the competitiveness of the league. I don't think it's a right thing to do for B team. You make 100% sense. I think it just remo- like it makes the regular season pointless. Other so, than like the top four would get like the extra week, but it wouldn't matter for most teams because if you just like screw around in the regular season, but you know that your top four is going to be like best, then what like you don't need that extra week, do you? Like, well, you would just beat any team with your top four. Here's the fun thing is last season during the B team playoffs, one, two, three, four all got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, well, um, they suck. Yeah, yeah. their fault. They, <laughs> yeah. they should have gone to like Sydney a, Steves. That sounds like a them problem. Yeah. Not a, not a us problem. Yeah, I suppose. But, okay, well, what about a 10-team playoffs? Pinkfield, we the people. You guys have sucked all season. Get out of here. Go home. Uh, you didn't compete. You weren't trying to be competitive. No, no, no prizes for you. But for the other teams that um competitive, but... Maybe roster changes or something. What do you think about letting in the extra two teams to fight against each other, give one and two a break? I think if you add 10 teams, it's it's the same as adding 12 teams. You know, you're just adding an extra week, um, like an extra week for no reason. Well, I think 10 would be a little more balanced than 12, though, because one and two get rewarded for being the top two teams, which... Um, you know, good for them. It gives them that incentive. And in B team, I still think that things are too wild for um, to say that eight is better than nine or seven is better than 10. Because right now, I mean, to put it into perspective, six or sorry, fifth place right now has 29 points in the leaderboard. Handoff gods have 23. That is a two win difference, um, which 
entirely means that both BCC and SMB could both crap the bed on Wednesday. And if um, the the bottom two teams nip and hand off gods, if they get sweeps, they're in. Like, I don't know. I'm Maybe I'm a little unreasonable, but... The season might be, like, might have a reason to put 12 teams because, you know, all the teams are pretty close in the standings and um, points-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the teams are generally pretty equal. Uh, so, like, it could happen for, for, I said, for, I think, um, this season. But for, like, usually any other season, like, for the most part, the bottom teams are the bottom teams. I think last season was pretty competitive, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the disparity between second and eighth place was super small last season. But, um, yeah, anyway, I think that's an interesting concept. Uh, I don't know that we should rush into it, even though I've uh, completely been supportive of it. But it is an interesting discussion. So thank you, Graham. And on that note, we are going to move to our next topic. I tag. Uh, why don't you tell us about our player of the week while I go take a wee? <laughs> Sounds like a plan, Stan. Um, no, so my player of the week this week is um, a certain streamer on Twitch who uh, Platt and other members of the Platt Pond have been uh, frequenting lately because um, we like to get our content of thick chicks we love our thick chicks. And when that's combined with a hot tub, you know that's got to be like the the best content, very quality content. Um, so <laughs> the player of the week is uh, Khaleesi underscore live underscore TV. Um, Khaleesi, K-H-A-L-E-S-I, for anyone wondering. Um, Bit of a variety streamer, does a bit of uh, World of Warcraft, but the uh, the main thing is the, uh, the thick chicks and the petite friends hot tub stream. It is a good watch. I would, uh, I would encourage everyone to go check out the thick chicks and the petite friends in the hot tub. It's, it's hilarious for me um, coming back and all I heard was check out the dummy thick chicks in the hot tub. Did you tell them anything about what it is or? Uh, no, I just told them okay. it was thick chicks and petite friends and that that's my player of the week. I will have to make a disclaimer that the streams are, are marked as 18 plus, but there is no 18 plus content that we've seen. It's just a hilarious Good time. Who doesn't love dummy thick chicks? Um, and that's been our favorite uh, post game uh, stream after uh, game nights. So it's it's funny and uh, riot. <laughs> cool. What an episode we have. Uh, let's go to Sydney Steve's after this, huh? Um, I'm down. Me yeah. too. All right. Anyway, uh, slob. What would you like to talk about this week? It is time for our guest segment. Oh, is this where I promote something? No, no. This is the part where you bring a topic and we talk about it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Have you decided what we're talking about this week? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. 
So, would you rather be really big, like giant sized, huh? or would you rather be really small, like like ant sized? How how big are we talking? Like giant, like yeah, but I don't how know. Big is a giant. <laughs> Um, let's say the size of two regular sized humans. What's a regular sized human? Um, let's say <laughs> five, six is regular. So you'd be, five? you'd be about 11 feet tall. Okay. 11 feet tall. And how small are we talking? Ant size, like bug. Okay, black ant or like fire ant, and what kind um, of black ant? Like, I don't know. Dangerous I, don't really, I don't really look at ant sizes and different types of ants, but I guess let's say black ant. Okay, and do do I retain the the strength that I have now, or do I have the same strength as an ant? Hmm. Relative to my size, am I super duper strong if I'm small? You're just, I don't know. You're. You're as strong as an ant is. Mm, okay, so you get the strength. That's nice. I'll pick the giant. I think, I think I would go giant too. Isn't the I'm power? going for ant. Okay, well now justify yourself because I feel like as a giant you have a lot more control. Granted, you might be bigger, and people like to take down big things. So like I tag and I could be walking through, uh, I don't know, a jungle, and mm-hmm. uh, oh no. Steve and his friends go on a hunting expedition and go, oh, look, I check. And they get him and they're like, we got a wild American. And <laughs> that that would stink. But what would be the advantage um, of being so small that you're more vulnerable? Um, but ant, bro. Um, it's like, I think I'd be rather I would rather be really small because like I could just I'd be chilling or like say I don't know. I was a spy or something. I could be mm-hmm. really small mm. and gather some information, you know, or uh, it'd just be fun to be really small. No one would know that you're there. What if you were so small and this isn't going to science? So no one that knows science come after us. But what if you were so small that we could put you on a tag pro map and use you as our like avatar? I would never agree to that. I think it would be really funny, but then the second someone boosts and hits you, that's it. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, I'd definitely pick giant. Um, I thought when you said giant, it was going to be like bigger than what you said. So I would have been more leaning towards an ant, but the giant didn't actually sound too big. So 11 feet, not big. We uh, okay, bigger than that. I was going to say, too late. You've you already no, I take it back. If 11 mm. feet isn't big, you're uh, you're happy with what you're packing, huh, buddy? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, if you were really big, you'd be an easy target. I mean, people would just hate you for being really be big. The BFG, the big friendly giant. Oh, I thought you were going to say something but else. Didn't he die in the end? I don't know. I haven't read the story in, like, ages. Same. I think he died, though. That's Spoiler. exactly why I wouldn't be a giant. Oh, well, never everyone does. Spoiler, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in yeah, sorry any for case, anyone currently reading that at the moment. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> that's our bad. <laughs> Should have given a spoiler warning. <laughs> oh, man. They're probably sitting at Jersey Mike's and just going, these guys suck. They've ruined my book, my meal. <laughs> <laughs>
But speaking of iTag being an easy target, uh, for those of you that have followed our previous two episodes, you will know that last week iTag wrote a haiku because he lost the first uh, Pick'em episode. And you will know that for the second week, if you have checked his scores before we tell you the results, iTag once again will be writing a haiku. And uh, Bald Eagle and I were both awesome. We had the same score for our Pick'em. Uh, so what we decided is since he's already written a haiku about me, and since Bald Eagle is a guest, iTag has written a haiku about Bald Eagle. So why don't we start there? iTag, do you have your haiku ready? Uh, yeah, I do. And also, m- might just retire from doing pickums. I don't know. If, if this keeps up, I might just have to stop guessing, like, forever. We'll just make you uh, write haikus because <laughs> you have zero points by default. Oh, um, I'll have to resign from the buddy bomb then. <laughs> Finally, Slav, you're in. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay, uh, here it is. This is terrible. This, I think this is worse than last week. But yeah, you did set okay. the bar high last week. Anyway, Iowa in wait. The wings twitch, ready to strike. The jazz grows louder. I don't get oh it. My God. It's a haiku. You're not supposed to get it. It's supposed to be provocative, and I am provoked. I want to know what's next. Um. Next is the Pickums plot. <laughs> that's how the show goes. You know, that's fair. All right, time for the Pickums. Uh, for those that don't know, we have to pick three games for A, three games for B. Um, all three of us will be picking from a game of the week for both A and B. And then for the other two games, we have to pick a lock, in, which is a game where we think the winner is a surefire winner. And we have to pick an upset, which is a game where we think a team with a worse record will win the series or the game depends on A or B as far as the technicalities. Um, so with that, the game of the week this week for A is Nips versus the Bank of America apps. Uh, I tag, what's your pick? Uh, I'm playing it very safe. I'm going for the America apps. All right. Slob, Nips and Bank of America apps. What is your pick? Um, I think Bank of America. All right. And my pick for the game of the week is the Nips. Um, my lock matchup that I've chosen is BCC versus the Grabs. And I have taken BCC as my lock pick. I tag. I have picked the uh, question marks over SMB for my lock. Okay. And Slab, what is your lock? I also picked BCC versus KGB. BCC um, sweeping. Perfect. And for my upset pick, I have LBT versus ISO, and I'm taking LBT as my upset. Uh, I have done the exact same thing. LBT over ISO as my upset. Incredible. And Slab? Um, I picked Miami versus LST. LST getting uh, one win off of um, Miami. All right. LST is the upset pick. Perfect. No, that's... I appreciate that prediction because you're picking against Jarvis. You know, we do appreciate that around here. Um, the only thing we appreciate more than that is uh, Sydney Steves. And my haikus. And I tags haikus. And segues. We appreciate good segues. <laughs> um, Ooh, I hate segues. Speaking of a segue, <laughs> on to B team. 
The game of the week for B team is the Dolphins versus LST, in which I have taken LST. I tag. Wow. Wow. Um, well, I feel like I have to pick the Dolphins because that's like my team. So I picked yeah. the Dolphins. Wouldn't really, wouldn't really look good if you went, hey team, uh, we're gonna shit the bed, but let's let's go get it. <laughs> All right, and my lock pick is LBT versus ISO, and I have taken LBT over ISO. Uh, well, looks like we both are expecting LBT to take both wins in A and B. That's also my lock. Wow, it looks like the three of us are <laughs> <laughs> LBT over ISO. <laughs> well, <laughs> there, sh- there should be some hope for them. They took one map off us last week. They definitely didn't play terribly, but... Yeah, and you guys are bad, so... Yeah, look, bad enough to be in second. <laughs> All right, and for the upset pick, I have taken the question marks over SMB. Oh, um, I have picked We the People over as the upset. Of God. Yeah, oh. as the upset. You hear that, Rena? Pickle juice. Um, I'm going <laughs> to kick your butt this week. Oh, actually, the code word for that, if she's gotten this far into the podcast, is going to be classic margarita with 7-Up instead. And Slob, what is your upset pick? I picked the Super Monkey Balls and um, the question mark game. Question marks um, getting the upset. Perfect. We have some overlapping picks. We'll see who writes the haiku next week. Um, I swear to God if I have to do it. On that note, Slob, thank you for coming on as a guest. We grandly appreciate that you've taken the time to hang out with me and ITAG and that you take the time to hang out with us for pubs on a regular basis. We don't know why you do it, but we love that you do. Um, as a reward for sitting through for however long we've been recording, uh, this is your chance for a promotion for yourself. Um, okay. Um, breeze is bad. Um, and beans, beans, beans. It's like, but I'm actually gonna be making my own podcast because I hate this podcast. It's gonna be oh. much better. Ooh, it's just wow. gonna be me talking for twenty hours. I did not see that coming. She came on here to steal our listeners. Yes. (laughs) Last week, last week we had two coup attempts for Eagle and I somehow survived that. This week, a third coup attempt. I don't know if we'll make it through. Um, It is tough out here, ladies and gentlemen. And on that note, thank you, Slob. Thank you for listening. For everyone that does, don't know why you do, but we appreciate it. And I'll leave you with this. You have only to believe if you wish to achieve. That rhymed. Unintentional. Rod Kimball.